In a world where two brothers come up with stupid ideas, they set out on an epic journey to fulfill these ideas, and it landed them on What's the Channel Called? An epic podcast, an epic YouTube channel of epic proportions. Watch as these two idiots do whatever they can to sell their merch (laughs) and to get the views. Tune in next week at whatever time they decide and they'll keep keep you posted and yeah don't forget to turn your oven off have a good night my name is Paige and I'm the host of Reverie True Crime Reverie means to daydream but even daydreams can turn into nightmares Join me as I tell you haunting and horrific reveries about missing people and senseless murders. I also interview survivors and people seeking justice for themselves or a loved one. New episodes come out every Monday morning and sometimes you'll get bonus episodes on Thursdays. Wherever you're listening to this current podcast right now, you can find Reverie True Crime. everybody welcome back to another episode of life paranormal with v i have a very special guest that i'm bringing on today i would love for you guys to sit back and enjoy this one only because i have had um, other guests before who have spoke about their paranormal experiences and i haven't had anybody in quite some time um do that we've had some really great specials lately so i really want to refocus my attention to having people come on and discuss their own paranormal and unexplained encounters. You all know this is a safe place for you guys to come and listen to and also give me uh, your own personal stories as well. So without further ado, I want to bring on my guest tonight. His name is Greg. Greg, go ahead and um, introduce yourself to everybody. Um, You pretty much covered it that my name is Greg (laughs) and I'm the guest on your show. (laughs) <laughs> that that that's um everything we need to know for right now right <laughs> <laughs> yes and i'm i'm trying to get my uh npr type radio vibe going today because on a podcast that i do myself i am so mm-hmm. excitable loud and frenetic and that is not the vibe i'm going for there's actually a calm cool npr type side <laughs> of me that i'm going right. for so, so this is great practice for me yes well uh, I I, um, I highly suggest for you to just be yourself <laughs> because you know this this show goes on all tangents sometimes so it's it's completely up to you to just be whomever you want to be but <laughs> the main part is that I want you to you know feel comfortable enough to just tell me a little bit mm-hmm. about first <clears throat> Greg how how did you become introduced I would say to the world of the paranormal okay well. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, I it, it was prior to this that I had some paranormal experiences, but it, it might mm-hmm. sound a little tacky, but it was totally mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> it was <clears throat> it was 1984. I was five years old. This is back mm-hmm. in the day when Saturday matinees were packed, and <laughs> I was so little. I couldn't see the screen, so the neighbor that took us, I went with like neighbors and friends, 
and so they had to actually put me on the on the arm of a chair and i was so small i didn't you know i didn't uh, disturb anybody anyway by doing that and i saw this movie and of course it was i mean i was a little scared because i was five years old but still <laughs> it fascinated me it entertained me it became like my favorite movie in the world but of course mm -hmm. it it catapulted the interest in the paranormal and of course uh, i don't know if you know this but dan Aykroyd, who created the movie himself created mm -hmm. it out of his own paranormal uh fascination and experiences so uh, i heard it, that yeah 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 so definitely after that movie i'm like mm -hmm. this is really cool um <laughs> but i had i had kind of a history uh, i mean i knew that the world of the paranormal was not Ghostbusters verbatim, you know, yes. but I, I still mm -hmm. had, you know, this fascination and always felt like there's always somebody with me. Um, and, and, mm -hmm. yeah, and I would, you know, kind of talk to that person. And it's a real innate feeling that, mm -hmm. that I always believed, even at that young age, that that was my spirit guy that I was talking to. Wow, at such a young age, would you say you were like, mm, like four or five, maybe? Or was definitely when I had my first paranormal experiences. So mind you, this was before even Ghostbusters and anything. Mm -hmm. But I was four years old. Um, before bedtime, my mom uh, used to let me uh, watch TV in the master bedroom on her big bed, you know. And mm -hmm. sitting there, I believe I was drinking some juice and the door was open. And so my sister's doorway, her door was closed because she was sleeping. And so that was on the left. So I could mm -hmm. see out in the hallway and then the door was on the left. And mm -hmm. I saw this sort of shadowy kind of translucent Mm -hmm. if that's the right word of this little girl she mm -hmm. stops looks at me and then vanishes into what seemed like she went into my sister's room and I Whoa. said to mom yeah I said to my mom there's a little girl there there's a little girl there and she's like what what, you, what little girl what are you talking about there's a little I just saw a little girl and she looked at me, and, th and, and so that was, I mean, I knew that was a ghost. And yeah. that was the very beginning of knowing that, um, that something was out there. Yeah. And, and that yeah. for some reason, I was chosen to see it. I guess to that's see it. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. what, what, did you what, 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 Did you ever see the little girl again? Okay. I never saw my my major paranormal experiences. That is one. Mm -hmm. I never mm -hmm. saw that little girl again. No, but mm -hmm. years and years and years later, mm -hmm. I was in bed and I was awake. There mm -hmm. was, you know, there was no way that I was, you know, you know when you're awake, you know. Of course, and so I was of completely mm -hmm. yes. I was completely aware of things. I was in my room. Um, uh, some people have said, well, there's waking dreams and stuff. I don't believe that that's what was happening. So I'm in my yeah. bed um, and suddenly I hear what seems to be a hissing sound, sort of like a snake. And what? Yeah, <laughs> I hear a hissing sound, like something like that. Mm -hmm. And a mist appears to my left, okay? And so now I'm completely paralyzed. I don't know whether that was fear or that mm -hmm. now... Uh, what I did feel like was that I felt like this mist was trying to pull me into its, for, for lack of a better word, its realm. And this, yeah. this mm -hmm. mist was not friendly this was a complete evil entity whatever this was and mm -hmm. so now i'm completely paralyzed and i'm being pulled to this hissing mist it's hissing and 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 it's a like floating mist literally now i'm being pulled and i had to use like all my willpower 
to say, no, no, you're not taking me. And I'm saying that in my mind and I'm fighting like something Mm -hmm. of a, like, I feel like I'm like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something fighting a demon in a movie. I don't know. And so, Uh no, no, you're not going to take me. You're not going to take me. And then suddenly it vanished. The hissing sound sound stopped. This thing was gone. I had control of my body again, but I was so scared. I can't tell you how many hours I was frozen in complete fear and fright until (laughs) how old I was at the time. I want to say late teens, early 20s. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I mustered up, um, I, I was still living with my mom at the time. And as soon as I mustered up the ability to get out of bed, I ran into her room and went into under the covers. And she goes, what, 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 what is going on with you? What? I go, just, I, I just, something happened. I, I, I can't explain it. Something happened. I don't, uh-huh. to be honest, I'd be lying if I said I ever told her the experience I may have, I think I mentioned mm-hmm. it to my sister. Um, but yeah, and, and I was not asleep. So, of course, when I tell skeptics this, they go, oh, Greg, you know, waking dream. Yeah. Waking dream. That was a waking dream. Mm-hmm. But I know what I felt. I know what I heard. And I know the experience was just, you know, it was out there, mm-hmm. let me tell you. I have full body chills as you're telling me. I'm, I feel, I felt the um, the fear through you. You know, through you recounting it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know what I I don't know what else I can say to somebody who hasn't experienced that other than you know this is the the beauty of why I have this show is you know the connections that I make with guests like you is you know being able to relate because I had so many encounters like that where you're just unable to move you can't even speak you can't there's just something yes you can't even get out of bed you know hours goes by you know you just Mm -hmm. it's it's the most fear is yeah I yeah yeah I couldn't tell you what time it was that the event took place I just know that it took hours to get to muster my energy to get out of bed. I want to say it felt like the wee hours of the morning by the time I did Mm -hmm. get out of bed. I don't remember which residence of mine this was. I, 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 Mm -hmm. if, if, because like I'm thinking of my old bedroom, but I know it happened in another one. So Mm -hmm. definitely I want to say at least 18 and at most 20 it was like between 18 and 20 that that happened so about 20 years ago mm-hmm. yeah a little more than 20 years ago wow. yeah yeah that is so terrifying greg mm-hmm. i i can't explain the hissing sound that's what mm-hmm. that's what really scares me you know hissing did you hear anything else maybe telepathically oh. you know any voices you no i just heard the hissing no my impression was um I'm trying to stay light here, but this is not a light situation, you know? My impression was either some kind of demon or death himself. I have no idea because I said, you're not taking me now in my head. You're not taking me. No, no. And I had a fight. I had to fight. I mean, I literally was being pulled. And, you know, my body started to go toward this mist. And if I ended up in the mist... Or, uh, I mean, I don't know what would have happened. Something dangerous. That's all my mind was telling me. It was some kind of demon or some, mm-hmm. or, or death. I don't know. Uh, something. You know, this yeah, is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if you knew, Greg, like you've, no, you've known of it or even knew it was going to come for you. And sometimes it's a very, um, you know, I am a firm believer in past life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've done a lot of work with that and I do a lot of work for people with that. But it's almost as if you knew, you know, your own soul contract. You know, we, we, we have this karmic cycle that we, we do come back and fulfill. And it feels to me like you recognized this, almost knew that it would come. Because how, in the, you know, how in the world would you tell it first off? You're not going to take me. You know, the first impression would be someone to scream, run out of the room. Or, I don't think I had the ability know, to do that actually yeah 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 this was it was some yeah go ahead 
it, the first instinct was for you to tell it, leave me alone. You're not exactly. Me. You're not taking me. Exactly. That's to have your body, you know, start to be pulled towards it shows how much power it had. But seeing how it left you alone shows how much power you have. Mm-hmm. You know, that goes to show how much power you have because a lot of people, you know, are totally was taken by these things and overpowered and you it seems like you had such fight in you um which i can already tell and just been been talking to you these past months i can totally feel that in you that how how powerful you are as you know what a powerful soul soul you are so that's the first impression i got when you were telling me the story Mm. how dark this there there was no good in this this was pure yes pure yes i felt that Mm -hmm. yes um, I, and I can't recall, as you know, I had like a story to tell when I came on here and I'm yes. we'll definitely uh-huh. get into that. If I told you it was around that same time, which would make sense, uh, I, mm-hmm. but it could have been, it could have, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I will certainly get into that, but yeah, that, that and the little mm-hmm. girl were huge experiences that I've carried with me my entire life yes well talk about being introduced to the paranormal world and you know it's i i first had a very friendly encounter kind of like yours like little girl i had this um male ghost that i would see the spirit in my you know growing up in colorado in her home and he was so pleasant Mm -hmm. and so sweet and then it's like things just escalated to just dark you know um encounters with these dark entities this evil and um i can honestly say speaking to people like you and you know with my own personal experience i feel like there's something to be said about children who are visited like this and young people because it's like the darkness sees so much um potential and the life that this person is going to um lead and all the light that they have in them that this darkness just gets so magnetized to it. It's like a moth to the flame. I've said that before mm-hmm. in the show. It just finds you. You're just like this lighthouse in the middle of this darkness. And um, it's you're you're so young at that point. Your gifts probably, um, you know, growing up with them, you probably didn't realize how much uh, of, of, a, of sensitivities you had. And, um, you know, these, uh, I, you know, if you want to call them psychic abilities, yeah. you want to call it intuition, but, but everyone calls it something differently. Some people don't even regard it as being real. Exactly. But yeah. that is something that you kind of grow up with, you know, like myself, there was so, I understood kind of like, you know, I was like, okay, this is just who I am. I see these things. You just live with it and it becomes a part of you. And, um, so let's move on to the next, uh, next question I had for Mm -hmm. you after this dark encounter did you have anything else happen to and not just paranormal did you start to experience any you know into um I'd say deja vu or uh, other experiences where it it was not just paranormal in nature but your abilities were coming out more as far as being able to predict things or see into the future maybe well, did you yeah. have that um well uh, i want to preface this by saying i know for a fact that sometimes a dream is just a dream you know of course uh, mm-hmm. and yeah. there's nothing you know to look into if you're dreaming about a lot of water you may just have to mm-hmm. pee. i mean that's all it is you know <laughs> Um, yeah, but I started mm-hmm. to get dreams that I felt like were were sending messages to me, whether it be about me or somebody I knew. Now, yeah. only recently, during the pandemic, um, for some reason, I I thought of uh, a girl that's never been on mm-hmm. social media ever. But I went to I want to say elementary school with her, elementary school and mm-hmm. uh, middle school, I would say. And um, I, I, I can't tell you we were close, close friends, but over the years, there, there was a connection there. I mean, she played my wife in a, uh, in a play, you know, in the school mm-hmm. play. And while we were never friends, I had heard through the grapevine, she had actually seen my mother at a beauty parlor. She was working at a beauty parlor. So she actually, like, asked about me and asked how I was doing. Now... She crossed my mind for some reason in a dream 
And I had no mm-hmm. idea why I saw her in this dream and thought that there might have been something going on. So hmm. quick Google search, her father had died of COVID. So oh, I no. kind of felt like that that's mm-hmm. why I saw her in a dream. So yes. I had a, yeah. and I had an incident just um, the other day, we'll call it before we mm-hmm. uh, before we recorded where I dreamt of a friend and a situation for that friend. I'll obviously, you know, protect her privacy. So I dreamt of a situation and I was like a, in the dream. I was a fly on the wall. You know, I, mm-hmm. I was just observing something. And then, you know, after this dream, I'm like, well, that was weird. But do I share this with her? Because I've had dreams of other sorts and, and people are in it randomly and I don't share it with them. But something compelled me to share it with her. And what I yes. saw in the dream paralleled what is actually going on with her right now. So, hmm. so that was just the other night. Now, um, I'll make this part um as quick as possible but after seeing a spiritual medium years back mm-hmm. uh he told me and then we we've since had several sessions with him we have one mm-hmm. for august 8th of 2022 that's how long it takes to see him and anyway um, wow he said you have this i'm seeing that you have this and mm-hmm. uh you know you can do what i can do if you feel like you want to do it you know of course. And mm-hmm. um, I was convinced that someone I knew was trying to get me, again, I need to keep people's privacy, you know? Someone I knew passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had this feeling that he was speaking to me. And I had a feeling mm-hmm. that um, I needed to get a message to someone he knew. And. Mm-hmm. I sent us, and this is, I want to say, prior to this, I had a kind of a better experience where I was compelled to contact this girl because I felt like her grandmother was telling me to contact her, to tell her that she was okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I contacted her. She doesn't even know me from Adam. And I said, hey, do you have a grandmother? And I don't really remember details. Like, did she like, did you guys sew together and bake together and have some kind of a bond like that? And she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, yes. And Mm -hmm. I said, well, my impression is that I just want, she just wants me to tell you that she's okay. Oh, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, and and that was an experience where, uh, now, you know, what happens is, is that she kept this girl then continued to contact me, asking if I was getting any messages from, as she called her, Graham. Yeah. said no no I said this is kind of just something that I have that I don't really turn on all that often but sometimes I'm exactly sometimes I get the urge or you know sometimes and and so you know she would continually ask any messages from Graham and sometimes you know I was able to relay to her something that made sense to her yeah you know, that mm-hmm. Graham might have been saying, but I think Graham was also saying, leave this guy alone already, please. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 So there was mm-hmm. that prior to this. So now a friend that had passed asked me to get a message to a complete stranger. And mm-hmm. Let's just say when I went to do that, literally, it didn't go so well. It didn't go so well. And yeah. I was accused of being a Satanist or something i mean it I, I mean it freaked her out i mean i can i, yeah. I can understand that because you yeah. have a friend that's passed and this stranger is telling you that they have a message from this friend i happen to knew this guy i knew unlike this girl's grandmother you know yeah and mm-hmm. i i then started over messenger you know what was automatic writing in my mind yeah i wasn't writing mm-hmm. he was writing this and she, she just after that, she's like, "Leave me alone! You're a psycho!" And oh, wow. what's going on with wow. you? It's not coming from a place of God, you know. I.e., wow. you know, yeah. very, very Christian, you know. I.e., that means it was Satanism. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. profusely, as apologies, just trying to explain to her to make sense of what was going on, she yeah. not only blocked me, but any of the connections I had with this person who was who yeah. 
oh, they made sure that they, they, this was that Greg is a psycho and into some kind of voodoo Satanism. Stay away from him. He's crazy. So after that, that's it's exactly. Uh, so that's horrible. Yeah, and I even had like some people that I respected very much who were kind of connected to this person. I was deleted and blocked on Facebook by people. You know, I, I'm sure that that whole thing has blown over now. But then, I, so I got two examples of how mediumship and you know psychic abilities could go with that thing. Yeah, I got the one very positive one with Graham there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, if, you know, it was, it was for the most part positive. And then this one where I'm like, okay, I never want this again. I never want to do oh. this. I'm turning this off, let's say. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. It off and I, have I hate that. Mm-hmm. So the medium that I see at one of our sessions, so I was thinking I would love for this guy I was like saying, please come through so that you can validate for me that that was, you know, because otherwise, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. it did feel crazy, so to speak. You know, these, like, something is wrong with me, you know, maybe I was Mm -hmm. delusional, but the medium confirmed, oh, that was him. And he apologized for them. They were being stupid. Mm -hmm. So so (laughs) that was that. So, so yeah, yeah, my whole life. Um, and I also feel like when people, uh, I hope I don't offend anyone when I say this, but I feel like when people feel like God and, and like biblical sense of God is with mm-hmm. them, I feel like they're mm-hmm. feeling their spirit guides. And I feel like mm-hmm. all spirits have a higher power that they quote answer to. These have been my beliefs mm-hmm. that, that is who, who God is, you know? Mm-hmm. divine they're divine exactly and and mm-hmm. all have that guide you know like when we talk to ourselves i don't fully believe that we're talking to ourselves <laughs> you know you you are so right greg you're right and i'm so you know i i wanted to let you just speak and speak your truth on that because it was so profoundly you know first of all it's very brave because this is just what a lot of people don't understand is how hard it is and all the adversity that we face when we we come out and we we, we're just ourselves and especially when you're met with something like that I can completely understand you feel crazy is there something wrong with me maybe they're they're right maybe this is coming from a dark place exactly maybe there's just something wrong with me and you start to I went through that horrible phase um, and as a young girl, and then again in high school, it just made it worse, you know? Um, but that's what makes me so angry is that you had so much potential, but I, you know, I just think it had to happen for a reason because I think you had to go through some things in life and now I think you're in this place now. I mean, you're on my show. Mm-hmm. There's more, oh, like, you know, you're strong enough to deal with it, it, Like the psychic said, it's your choice whether you want to go down this avenue and revisit it and just slowly open up to that or you know you always do what you're comfortable with that's what I tell people when I first start working with them is you know do what makes you feel right um I definitely started out like you too I would get these just like you said it's kind of like an impression you know you you have that there's like this need you have to talk to somebody um i don't approach anybody um i i i'm just all also a very you know um i don't know I, i'm very shy <laughs> so i don't really like to go up to people and especially when it comes to things like this i i pretty much read things out i i, I ask my spirit guide is this person going to give me a bad reaction or if I'm going to upset them that I'm not going to tell mm-hmm. them. So I've learned throughout the years, like who to say it to, who not. Um, and mostly when I'm working, you know, um, I, I have, I had my own practice. This was pre COVID um, before I closed my doors. So, um, but here's the thing <laughs> I knock on wood so far have had really great experiences but that wasn't the case when I was growing up um, if anything um, now what I experience is you know the same thing but they distance themselves from me um, they will talk behind my back and say that I'm this mm-hmm. um, I'm incredibly um, I'm a very spiritual person I'm very in tune with um, 
God and the universe and my spirit guides. And uh, I've really fully opened up to my gifts um, for the past um, seven years now. And uh, I'd say the past three years have been incredibly monumental um, in my practice. But I hate that the people who I love the most, um, friends that I used to have, um, even some family, feel that way about me when they know when they already know you right they they know of you they've probably been friends with you for a while that's why it's so hard and it makes things far more worse when you want to tell someone the truth of who you are it's like you have to hide that and it it still feels like you live um you know and, and period, we live in a world that's still not used to this. You know, they, we can't fully come out and be ourselves because you're ridiculed. But now I'm in this place where I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I could care less what people think about me. They're not going to like me anyways. And I'm going to spend the rest of my life not being my genuine self. Then I don't want to live. I'd rather live each day being who I'm meant to be and um, help who I need to help. And I think that's why we're here. People like us, we're here to help others. You know, I truly and firmly believe that. And um, I have a feeling you're you're on the right path in your life right now, to be honest with you. I'm getting goosebumps right now, so that's confirmation. Um, I feel so horrible when people have those experiences. I was so taken aback by that. I'm so sorry they called you those things. It's like, it's... It's to be said that in life, there are good and bad, right? There's good and bad teachers. There's good and bad doctors. Mm-hmm. There's good and bad in everything. And there's, it's just, it depends on the individual and the intent, right? So with this, yes, there's people who have gifts like us, but they do bad things with them. And they do really evil things, you know, and that messes everything up for us, you know, when we just want to do good and we want to help others. And um, it, it just makes it that much harder to convince people that we are, um, so to speak, of the light and yeah. we work through the divine, you know. Um, I had a, an aunt of mine um, who really, really helped me see things better. And she's Christian, you know, she's, she looked at me one day and she's like, look, there's nothing wrong. If anything, I feel like you have the gift of prophecy, which is exactly what I feel um, to, to this day. You know, if, if I'm able to foresee something or if I see something in the past or, I, or I'm able to see into the spirit world, I, 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 I feel so much more better now coming out with it than I did before because I've, I've accepted it, you know? Um, and I hate that that had to happen in that sense to you where they made you feel like this was so wrong for you to feel. This is a wrong thing to feel these emotions, you know? Um, do you feel like, yes, you closed yourself off and it doesn't go away. You know, you, you, it goes on like a nice simmer, you tune it down, but, over the years, did you feel anything after that? Like, well, impression-wise? Um, to an extent, because, I mean, I turned off the, the whatever you want to call it, the thing that, uh, first of all, also, when you talk about a support system, yes, yeah. many best friends who are total mm-hmm. skeptics, and that's okay. Um, even <laughs> yeah. if I told them, you know, that I was with a medium and they wanted me to get a message to them. They were like, yeah, whatever. Uh That's Greg's, you know, silly paranormal fascination. But I'm lucky enough to have two people (laughs) that I can always go to in my life. Of course. Shout out to Adrian and Ayla. Shout out to Adrian and Ayla. They have this stuff too. So, uh, in fact, Ayla is who (laughs) will come up later when I uh, tell you the explanation for what this other experience was, <laughs> what we think it may be, yeah. but I, I can't wait to hear your input and your mm-hmm. listeners' input too. But, um, but nice. I can always go, so I have like, these are my spiritual friends, these are my yeah. purpose friends. And I, I find it, you know, the thing about <laughs> skeptics is that I don't think we want to go like completely now talking about skeptics, but what I really feel it is, is that they are too smart for their own good. Now, first of all, I, I wanted to bring this up. You have brilliant minds like Penn Jillette, Darren Brown, and the late um, James Randi, 
who's who studied sleight of hand. They studied psychology and they studied um, misdirection and things like that. So they know the tricks of the charlatans that make it look like that they're psychic when they're not. And they are like really, yes. uh, Darren Brown, I, I can't place which special it was, but he did uh, an example of being a spiritual medium, quote unquote, and mm -hmm. how he amazed people in how, but it was mm -hmm. all the psychology, the misdirection and the sleight of hand. So that's one thing going for skeptics that yeah. know the tricks that there are. So then they feel that everyone's a bad apple. When in fact, you know, these psychics, you know, there are those, I, I don't want to say names, but there are charlatans out there. And they're very famous psychics, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. I find it ironic that one of yeah. the most infamous uh, uh, fakes actually predicted the coronavirus, but I guess that's for another time to discuss. But... Um, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. who you're talking about, yeah. But... Um, uh, yeah, so that's the one thing with the skeptics. And the other thing is they have such brilliant minds. I mean, I, I, I out now, you know, can say my father was a major skeptic too. Um, uh -huh. They're so brilliant for their own good that they refuse. So, yeah. first of all, they know the charlatan tricks. And secondly, mm -hmm. and secondly, they're such scientific and psychologically brilliant that they go, there's no yes. way that something. Mm -hmm. explain is possibly happening when in fact they yeah. just need to open their mind for it and in fact mm -hmm. um uh next season on my own podcast we're going to do some tests with john to see if we're going to make out of him <laughs> it's going to be fun yes really that sounds so fun i can't wait yes. to listen to that next season <laughs> you know it's funny though greg but a lot i have a lot of friends and family who are skeptics but you know that that's a part of me is like i don't force my beliefs onto others i let people just be who they are and i think that's why i have such you know successful friendships and family like for those who wanted to walk away i'm I was completely fine with that and I respect like where, you know, what where they are on their path and I'm just walking a different path. Um, I definitely don't have any, you know, bad feelings about it. it I'm obviously hurt, but, you know, uh, I just feel like I feel comfortable being who I am around them now that I don't have to talk so much about it you know that's just that's just not what i'm going to bring up in our conversation it's gonna you know if i'm talking to my friend it's like how are you doing how's work you know we get to to know each other on a different level just how it is with you know things nowadays like you don't want to bring up politics right. you don't want to be oh are you have you got the vaccination you're not going to get the vaccination so there's things that just separate us now and there's so much division and i'm just i've never been that person um i've i've always been the opposite but um yeah, I, I don't think everybody has these, you know, not everybody's going to see ghosts, not everybody's going to have, you know, we're all different. We have different yes. and abilities and some choose to use it, some don't, but you're right. A lot of these skeptics are very brilliant people. <laughs> I don't have any. Yeah, I, give, yeah I, I understand where they're coming from, too. <laughs> I can get yeah. it. But because you and, you and I question that. We we've been in that place though we were just talking about that right where we've questioned ourselves and we're like um okay you're yeah. crazy this isn't yeah. you're it's all in your mind this isn't happening so i've had to close it off too and be like this is this isn't gonna happen this is not real you know um even after i've had horrible experiences being held down in bed seeing demonic entities right mm -hmm. in my face you know being half possessed it, it's just I had to close it down for my own sanity. Well, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like pretending the elephant in the room isn't there. Well, another you reason know, I closed so. it off after that incident, that second incident, um, not that I don't mm -hmm. believe that there's, you know, there's, you know, spirits all around us, some good. Um, of course. I don't always yeah. feel like I'm in danger, some good. Um, but yeah. I, really, I turned of it off because, don't misconstrue this, but I just wasn't interested. And also, you know, in like making it a career or like getting quote better at it, especially because it's because it like it crossed my mind is like, do I want to be a medium like the medium that I see the legitimate ones who tell you names, places, dates, yeah. things, you yeah. know, exact oh, things, yeah. or, you know, not yeah. one of those, you know, cold readers. But I'm like, you know what? I want to stay on the path that I believe 
that I'm really meant to do. I, I mean, I considered it. I said, I mean, I know that I it's there and that I have it. And when I talked to like the the young woman with her grandmother and this friend that I had the dream about, and I advised her what I felt the dream was telling me, I do feel good mm -hmm. that it brings comfort yeah. to them, and and I can see. But also, yeah. you know, some my my friend Ayla happens to be a professional in in what she does, and of course you get all those, and I've done it too. You get all those. Oh, you're psychic. Give me a psychic reading right now. Come on, give, give me what. what give me. And they, <laughs> oh yeah, on this, on this. Yeah, and they yeah. don't realize that that actually takes work, and and, and an energy, and and, and it's just the way it works. Yeah. You know, every now and then, and in my case, one was a stranger, or both were strangers. But like mm -hmm. every now and then, you know, you have to tell somebody something. You know, but for the most, yeah, exactly. But for the most part, I don't want that responsibility. Yeah. Of course, yeah, and you're, that's where you are in your path. And what, what if I tell you that a lot of people who, who are like us, you know, go on and have different professions. You know, look at me, I'm, I'm a psych major, I'm going into psychology, but I know that my abilities, just like yours, Greg, it's gonna help me with what I'm doing to sense my intuition, to fill a situation out, a person, you know, it those, abilities within us you know we have it you know call them divine abilities or not but it keeps us safe it, you know if, imagine if many of us yeah. listen to that we wouldn't take jobs that weren't for us we wouldn't get married or be in relationships that we knew we had a feeling about but we still did it anyway you know we don't listen to that inner voice we've we've dulled it down we've turned it off we don't yes. listen to it so maybe you know we're not supposed to be real yeah. so let i really i've been <laughs> waiting you have kept me waiting for a long time please get into this okay story that i you know that you've been building me up for. you know what it, you know and then thinking about it i'm like i think the mist story might actually be a little bit more fascinating but we'll find out <laughs> really? we'll find out about that but let me <laughs> let me preface a couple of things and that is before i go into the story yeah. is that I asked mm -hmm. Ayla her theory on it, and so she gave mm -hmm. me her theory, which I will share with you. But at the same time, I would love okay. to hear your theory and then your listeners' theory after they hear this show, what they think. Mm -hmm. Of course. I okay. also want to give a okay. prologue in that my sister has had her own... My sister, who I decided not to bring on with me because I felt it would have been too many cooks in the kitchen, you know? But she totally <laughs> is yeah. my witness that this happened mm -hmm. um, as well, yeah. as, you know, verbatim as I'm gonna tell it, you know? And okay. and mm -hmm. and the other part of the prologue is that she also saw a ghost when she, before I was born, so she was three years old at the time. And she said to her, she said to our mm -hmm. mother that she was playing with a woman in a red dress. And, and so, Ooh. and she's three at, at most. Um, yeah. And and my mom's like, what? And she goes, she's right here. I'm playing with her. There's a woman in a red dress standing right here. I don't actually know if she said she was playing with her. She was just saying, there's a woman in a red dress right mm -hmm. here. There's a woman in a red dress right here. So she has oh. her thing too, oh which, which medium mm -hmm. who read with the family also confirmed. I'm not sure that she had the same kind of things, but I, I mean, maybe she could guest on your show sometime. I don't know. Oh, I so, love that. Yeah. Um, so here is the story that you've been waiting for. Okay. So, <laughs> so I am in uh, school and I am having a meeting with like one of the child study team. You know, some kind of, some kind of you mm -hmm. know child psychologist or child study team, whatever. And we do our thing. And so she mm -hmm. has this rolled up poster and she says, "Oh, Greg, I don't know if you would like this. It's a it's a poster of a panda." Would you like this? And I said, well, sure. And I was thinking in my head, I'm going to give it to my sister, Michelle, because she loves pandas. And it's a cute picture. Mm -hmm. It's a panda. And he's, I guess, I, I want to say he was chewing on a bamboo stick and it was the most adorable thing. So I get home and I said, oh, I have something for you, Michelle. This was given to me by whoever this teacher person was. And it's this cute, adorable panda. And she goes, oh, wow, thank you. I'm going to hang this up right now. And she hung up the panda picture. Okay. So mm -hmm. 
-hmm. A little time goes by. I want to say, I don't know, a few weeks. I don't know. But time goes by. Mm -hmm. uh, I forget all about it. And whatever. And, and she had this hanging up in her room. Mm -hmm. She runs into me one day, into my room. She goes, Greg? Mm -hmm. Yeah? You know that panda picture you gave me? And I'm like, yeah? Mm -hmm. Greg, it looks totally evil right now, like a demon, and his ears turned into horns. And the look that, that this panda is giving in the picture is demonic and evil. And I'm like, that just sounds ridiculous. This is, how could that possibly be? This is a cute picture. I go in her bedroom and look at the picture, and sure enough, this is a demonic panda looking back at us with the horns for ears and everything. Are you freaking kidding me? Well, haven't me? you been, have I ever lied to you before? <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm, I'm yes, not. As we were myself. for many, 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 many years. Uh -huh. So going back to that point, um, which may or may not have been the same time of the mist, I couldn't tell you. But so this panda is looking at us, this evil demonic panda with horns, eyes, everything changed. The photograph changed completely into this demonic thing. So I do not remember if we ripped it up and then burned it, but I know for a fact that we ripped it up um, uh, threw it in the garbage outside immediately and proceeded living our lives to this day having that experience together. Again, it was witnessed by her. We can tell everybody, you know, in the world that this happened, they would think of all different kinds of explanations or whatever. What we probably just didn't remember what the picture looked like and all that kind of stuff. But it is verbatim what I just said what happened. And she was there and, and I was there. So years go by now. Um, I meet Ayla, mm -hmm. my paranormal friend who's like you, you know? And um, uh -huh. I said, you know, I want to tell you this story. I, I, can you, what do you make of this story, you know, of the panda without missing a beat? Uh, and I can't wait to hear other theories, but she, without missing a beat, said, well, had you prior to that been using a Ouija board? And I said, I oh, said, yes, yeah. as a matter of fact, we were now. This relationship I had with this Ouija board, by the way, was I this Parker Brothers Ouija board, you know, which I never understood why Parker Brothers marketed a a portal to communicate with demons to children. But that's, I guess, another another. We're finding a lot of topics here for future shows. <laughs> We're finding a lot yeah. of topics here. Greg. So, yeah. <laughs> um, using the Ouija board, um, I always moved it. I would just make, in fact, once I was having like some kind of a slumber party or something with my friends and there was a certain movie I want to watch. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Let's have the, and they wanted to watch another movie. Let's have the Ouija board tell us. And I would, of course, move it myself, no. you know, not like, oh, I guess we have yeah. to watch this movie, guys. Okay. But my one oh evening, gosh. we're having like some kind of a pizza party. And my sister's friend, who is extremely sensitive to the paranormal, not just the paranormal, but the demons in particular, mm -hmm. comes over yeah. and we decide to use the Ouija board. And this time, mm -hmm. you know, with her, I was not moving it. I, I, she, mm -hmm. she wasn't moving it. We were speaking to somebody in this yeah. Ouija board. Right. Something. Something. So, <laughs> I also, like a fool, I'm going to myself, but at least mm -hmm. it's humorous, okay? At least it's humorous. I was a, I don't know, I want to say at this time, I, I don't know, eighth grade, eighth grade. So, I would do a thing where mm -hmm. I would take the Ouija board and ask the spirits to um, make the Victoria's Secret models come to life and come out and, you know, 
have 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 like weird science. I was trying to do my own weird science with the Ouija board. <laughs> Look what happened. The panda picture mm -hmm. certainly was affected. Exactly. Um, it's my fault probably all along, but at the same time, this friend of my sister's who we used the Ouija board with attracted a lot of that kind of energy. She had even told us her history of that thing. So oh, between yeah. that and my, please make these Victoria's Secret models come to life, you know, between that and that, mm -hmm. she felt that I had mm -hmm. a trickster demon and that that uh, the panda was, was, you know, possessed by the trickster demon. Now, if it was around the mm -hmm. same time as the mist thing, could there be a connection? I do not know. I don't even remember. Yeah. Oh, I don't really remember if. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, uh -oh. sure, you could give me your input, but I don't really remember if it was around <laughs> the same time or, or, um, you know, if I felt like, you know, innately that there was some kind of connection. I really don't, even to this day. Mm -hmm. Now, but that is the story. That is the big story I've been waiting you and then Ayla's mm -hmm. theory on that my paranormal uh, expert friend in my life believes that it was the Ouija board and the trickster demon that came in through the Ouija board especially yeah. stupid me mm -hmm. stupid 12 or 13 year old me asking it to please make secret models come to life <laughs> no more intent but so yeah. that's the story and that was her theory but I'd love to hear anything else you'd like to say about yeah well, you know, in their world, time doesn't exist. So it doesn't matter how old you were when you did it and it happened years later. It's always going to be around and revisit you, you know, because using that unleashed it, you know, and they very much make things happen. And, you know, their um, their manifestations, you know, of they can you hear of walls, you know, uh, the wall bleeding, you know, or, um, yeah, they're, they're manifestations of evil. They can do things like that. So it wasn't really the poster that was evil or haunted. It, it just manifested in that way to you guys. Um, you hear of Bibles burning or things like that when demons are around and want to make their presence known. And I feel it was definitely the same thing that was unleashed. Um, this, this girl in particular who was with you, I feel like, um, had something already attached to her. So it's kind of like she brought it along with her. And the Ouija board, I've never used don't. it. I've been in the same room as just one. Just don't. But I remember, yeah. yeah, just don't do it. Especially, you know, some people, they don't have anything happen, to be honest with you. And I really, I, I will be honest, those things pick and choose who they want to mess with. And some people get chosen and some people don't. I mean, that's just how my experience is. And with other people who are like, well, I've sat down and nothing mm -hmm. has happened, you know? Um, ooh, the whole time you're talking, and I'm not even joking, um, I was getting hit with like some pretty heavy dark energy, you know, through the whole thing and the reading. Yeah, it was definitely demonic. Um, I feel like when you stood in your power and told it to leave, it was the same thing. You know, I stood. Oh, I you really feel that, feel that the mist was connected um, to the panda picture. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, 110%. No problem. <laughs> yeah. That's what I feel. Yeah, I don't remember whether it was before or after um, it or how many years it was or anything like that. But yeah, that was. Yeah. yeah. And let's not forget, I was using it alone. What would you say to yourself back then? You know, as far as, you know, that the first time that you you obviously were like, you know what, I don't want to share this with anybody. I, I don't even want to read into this anymore. I, I don't want to do this. What would you go back and, and do differently? Would you do the same things, you know, uh, or, or would you, what would you tell yourself? Oh, as far as, I, you, know, you, you mean I, with the incident that got me in trouble with people? Yeah, yeah, like, just in general, like going back and, you know, we have, if we would get the opportunity to go back in time and talk to ourselves when we were younger, what would we say? You know, especially when it comes to things like this. I know that I would definitely go back and be like, you know, uh, I, I still have those conversations with myself because I still feel like we still have that, you know, inner <laughs> child that we brought with us who's experienced a lot. So, you know, I've, I've had to talk to her for, a you know, several times. You know, to let her know it was okay to be scared. You were so small. It's okay to have questioned it, but 
uh, I well, wish I could go back and not be so afraid. Yeah, of that, you, you know, know, I think. Okay, let's then look at let's break down every quicks you know situation. Um, okay, well, mm-hmm. four year old Greg who saw the ghost, you know, you know, like when you're a child, you know what it is. You know, you don't make any kind of rational, mm-hmm. you know, oh well, that must be this, this must be this, you know. But I think mm-hmm. it was, I don't know, testing me. To see if I wanted to continue. I mean, we always knew in that particular mm-hmm. house, believe me, that something in that, that was the house mm-hmm. I grew up in. There was something there. Um, and they were in the basement. Yeah. The, these, because there was, uh, we mm-hmm. had a basement and the stairs were really cold to go down there. It was freezing down there all the time. And we, I, I couldn't time, yeah. be alone down there. Nobody could, you know? So, so this house, had wow. some things in it. Um, and so I think, yeah. I mean, maybe they wanted to get a hold of me, but I think due to personal traumas that happened that had nothing to do with the paranormal, yeah. um, I think I didn't yeah. need, there's a reason for everything, we both know that. And I think, I think what it really comes oh, down yeah. to was that mm-hmm. I don't need an extra thing that has to give me strife in life. Oh. So, so I think as a kid, when that incident happened, Mm -hmm. um, uh, they may have been trying to reach out to me, but I think, you know, by that time, in a few years down the road, we had family tragedies that are just unspeakable. So I think I didn't need another thing. So there was that one. Um, In terms of the grandmother reaching out to me, that was fine. Um, I didn't mind doing that and I have no regrets about that. Um, I probably just shouldn't have, but I couldn't help it. It was this feeling that I must do this. Um, reached out to a stranger, you know, and I mean, in in one case, you know, this Mm -hmm. was in the first case, this is a grandmother who died of natural causes, you know, who was, you know, just completely Mm -hmm. in love with her granddaughter, you know, their relationship. I felt their connection, their bond, you know, Um, and she needed Mm -hmm. to hear this, you know, but the other one was against my better judgment, but I am at the same time Mm -hmm. happy, for lack of a better word, I say that a lot, um, Mm -hmm. that the medium confirmed that that's what happened and so i'm okay with it i'm okay Mm -hmm. that i get these dreams yeah Uh, i'm not as in tuned Mm -hmm. as some others because i choose not to be and and i exactly and i don't yeah i don't want to be Mm -hmm. um but there are some things like this dream Mm -hmm. i had or messages that i got Mm -hmm. They just—they need to be heard. Sometimes, yeah. whatever it is that brings me these messages and dreams needs to be heard. Um, the other thing I want to tell, like everybody mm-hmm. that have what we have, so to speak, is that a bad combination, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and I have this too, is to mm-hmm. be this sensitive and gifted, like you, you know, but also have anxiety and be neurotic at the mm-hmm. same time. It is a terrible combination. Because then you think, yeah, that everything has to do with spirits or that if you have a dream that really upsets you, you think, oh, my God, that better not be a premonition. Oh, my God. You know, so it's like to comfort people (laughs) that sometimes a dream is just a dream, a thought. It's just Uh, a dream. um, But, you know, Mm -hmm. when you get that, people talk about those gut feelings and people talk about the yeah, you, you just the higher people around them. I yeah, mean, I don't mm-hmm. fault highly religious, you know, of what I never yeah. was, you know, people who mm-hmm. believe in God. They do feel the presence. I happen to believe they're feeling the higher power or the mm-hmm. spirit guide presence. But it's all okay is my point. Everything yes. is mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
everything is okay and we are going to be okay you know and there's so much pe- there's so many people like us and there's a great community you know and i'm i'm finding that right now in my 30s that i i that i wish i had earlier you know um and and i love that you made that you know that comment for others because it's true you can't feel like everything I- because then you get lost in it you know i know a lot of people who get really lost in it and they can't distinguish between um you know their waking life and it, you know it, it kind of gets blurred and i don't like living in that those blurred lines you know i i like to stay very much present and i do the same thing as you like i have that boundary with spirit where i'm like look um when i regard you okay sometimes i can't stop it kind of like you were like okay i have that need something comes to me i'll call somebody out you know they'll be like wow you just sensed me this is happening that's those are the things that usually happen but yeah i i very much am at this point in my life where i just want to regard it and deal with it on my own terms um because i've i've stepped in that power that i had a long time ago you know when i when i wasn't in full control and i noticed that once i got my own self into balance and i have a spiritual practice you know call it prayer meditation you know yeah. and i did my own inner work you know um that it seemed to balance things a lot more you know where i could handle well, it a lot differently i know you so, want to wrap and and i just have and two more things two more things to say <laughs> to your listeners one um I, of course, my, I truly believe like, so my father passed in 2002. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's a long oh, time already. Sorry. However, I discover long songs time. that I knew he would have liked, maybe movies that I knew he would have liked, things oh. that I he would have enjoyed. And I truly yeah. do feel like he is watching or listening or does feel what I feel he feel about the situation that's one mm-hmm. and so if anybody you know has lost a parent i would tell yeah. them that that's a great way to wrap up because you know that's what i like to instill in the yeah. show is hope and faith and that you're not that you're not alone and we're not and we can see death and we can see things a lot differently um and be open to it in a way that doesn't make us afraid of it um and our own, own mortality because we know that there's something else waiting for us and um we can still give others that that peace and that confirmation even you know uh like you said it's not for everybody there is a job mm-hmm. for everybody and when you're not ready you're just not ready so please if you guys are listening to this um and you've been called to listen because i do feel like those who listen are supposed to please just take your time never do anything that you're not ready to you'll just know right greg you'll you'll just know you'll know when the timing is right you'll just no so trust those instincts trust that that gut within yourself that in your voice and i want to thank you so much greg for coming on i know that you and i have been talking about this but it, and not only that we were talking about how how I, and i have to regard you for this because when we first started talking i felt you opening yourself up all over again you know because i feel like it had been quite some time since you talked about this mm-hmm. so i i appreciate that and i appreciate your ability to come and talk to me oh, and I know I'm going to go on a lot more so I know this is that's it's not great. just the first yes. time so, um, um, I, I have <laughs> no idea I use Anchor for my uh, podcast if anybody is out there it is MSV Podcast mm-hmm. you can find us on Twitter at MSV Podcast 1 I am okay to admit that's my podcast it is not like this one it is political <laughs> do not listen if you're annoyed by politics especially <laughs> left politics but we're changing our format next season. A paranormal show is coming yeah. up. I may have mentioned uh-huh. that at the top of the show. Uh, with Ayla and a skeptic, or my co-host John, my skeptic friend, one of my skeptics friend. And uh-huh. it's going to be a two-parter because we're going to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to do a test and then come back mm-hmm. the next week and uh, see how the tests went. So that mm-hmm. is coming up in season two. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be great. I'm so looking forward to it. Um, you guys, again, it's at MSV Podcast. MSV Podcast right? One on Twitter. At MSV Podcast One. one. Yeah, MSV we did uh, 12 one. shows this season. Um, uh, they they mm-hmm. get better as they go, I guess. Uh, I have no idea 
um, why Anchor uh, and, and Record with Friends doesn't always agree with me like it agreed here with you today. But enjoy. <laughs> Just enjoy. Yeah. It doesn't make the shows all that unlistenable. But one of our things is we don't edit. We're no yeah. frills. And we suck is actually one of our things. We suck. But it's good suck. It's a good suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's... I, I don't feel that way, but, you know, I love to listen. You guys are so funny. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much, Greg, for coming on tonight. And I appreciate you so much, you guys. Um, thanks for coming on. And that's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for stopping back in. Please go ahead and follow me if you have Twitter at VLifeParanormal. Stay up to date on all my latest episodes and everything about Life Paranormal with V. You can also go on my website at www.lifeparanormalwithv.com. Go ahead and look at my merch store. I just dropped some new designs and I will have another design coming on pretty soon too. All right, with that said, everyone have a good night. See you later.